there was a time when downloading signing up and logging into a social media platform was more of an option and guys would actually alternate on different apps based on their point of need so someone who's interested in finding a job or improving their professional career will go to linkedin and then whoever is interested in trending topics will find his or her way to twitter and then there's instagram tiktok and facebook facebook is one platform that has been there for a minute but people do not necessarily like going on it um, most people say it's a gossip platform and even the facebook business angle like being able to create an online store on facebook and selling did not really pick i don't think it really picked the way facebook had foreseen it and that makes it the one platform that is here to stay but does not necessarily command the biggest of numbers people log in even if you look at the statistics of how many people log into facebook they're still higher compared to some of these apps but people don't take it seriously they just go there to see what is happening anyway before i digress and dwell on, on facebook you can almost certainly tell that this episode is gonna be on tech so in my usual um, alternation between these apps there's one thing that has actually stood out for me and the it's the emergence of different hackathons so if you don't know what a hackathon is like i said today's episode is gonna be on tech so a hackathon is basically a group of developers you know it's some people call it a hack day some call it a hack fest or a code fest so people who code people who develop softwares and applications come together mostly to a themed event and these are computer programmers mark you so they come together to a themed event and create a solution sort of a competition but they create a solution that addresses whatever the theme of the day is so it could be something on agribusiness could be something on health or whatever whatever it is that the person who's behind the hackathon is trying to push for and most companies have sort of during this period now the, <laughs> referring back to what i've been seeing on all these platforms is the emergence of a lot if not excessive hackathons all geared towards creating a solution for covid 19 and i'm just wondering at what point do we actually stop and say this thing is not working because even if you look at what is happening the people that have information you see as a developer and I, I may i may be wrong on this as a developer what you are doing is basically helping um, the end user to access certain information or certain solutions but that does not make you an expert in that field so even if it's something to do with agribusiness you as a developer you're told this is the end goal now give us a, a solution give us a solution that is straightforward and something that people can actually put to use so in the very essence of it you're not a professional in that area of focus so even looking at what is happening right now and i had a conversation with one of the startup founders in kenya today his name is Avin amkasa so he is a founder of a sexual reproductive health app called sophiebot and i asked him this particular question why are there so many hackathons that are happening during this period especially the ones that are geared towards this covid 19 thing and the one thing that was very clear from our conversation was that most people that organize these hackathons do it as a business 
and they always look at what is trending. So what he was saying, the point he was putting across was that even if we are going through a, an earthquake situation, and this is an example I'm trying to paraphrase because he didn't say this, but he was saying whatever is trending at that particular time, these organizations come out and create a hackathon around it because that is how, that is the entire business model. And it left me wondering, at what point do we understand that uh, we are not professionals in certain fields and just let the, in this case, like he said, and this is not, this is something that he also echoed during our conversation. What he said is, as a developer during this time, the best thing that you can do is take a step back. Take a step back and let the people who are professionals or expert, experts in this particular field, like now the scientists, the people who've studied um, parasites and these viruses to come forward and give direction. So if at any point, and I remember there's a, there's a Kenyan gentleman that came out, I think a, we a week or two weeks into this uh, thing getting to Kenya, this COVID-19 thing get getting to Kenya. And the one thing that he said was that he had created a platform that helps, uh, that would help the government to actually track infected people or people who an infected person has gotten into contact with. And that is fine because it does not necessarily, um, it does not necessarily affect or interfere with the process of this whole thing. And if adapted, it would work. But then again, at the end of the day, like with any social media platform, human input is necessary. So, for example, if I went to a restaurant or whichever place and contracted this virus, then I need to be on this platform and type in, you know, type in and say, this is what I did, or this is the person I was with. Okay, not what I did, but where I went. Of course, there's that element of using Google Maps and location maps. So they can literally tell where you are. But then again, that goes back to privacy. No one wants the government or whoever it is knowing where they are at any given time. And I know sometimes people end up giving um, Google permissions to access their locations. And some of us are naive. We do not necessarily know the implications of that. And I know it goes back to the host, now Google their business model and how they actually make money from these platforms which is fine but then again uh, you as the end user your input is necessary because you have to give permission to these apps to access your location to access whatever else that you're doing there are even apps that <laughs> ask you to access your screen and you do not necessarily know that they're doing that and that is how people end up getting hacked getting back to our conversation with Avin, so what he was saying was that no matter the situation, developers can only create a solution to support what an industry expert is saying. And it is at this point that I'm going to play a section or a segment of our conversation. And I hope that you get to pick some few pointers from it. Because the one thing that he, we were very clear or he was very clear about during our conversation was that solutions that are created to address certain areas or certain areas certain areas of focus or now in this case this corona thing the only thing that you can do is make sure that you are helping in controlling the misinformation so even if you look at these sms's that the ministry of health has been sending out to people i, I keep receiving these texts i didn't sign up for them 
but this is the government so in one in one way or the other you already know that the government has your contacts because otherwise how would the ministry of health be sending me text messages so let me play our, a snippet of our conversation and uh, i hope you enjoy first of all maybe you uh-huh. can just introduce yourself okay so uh, guys uh, hi guys i'm ivan amukasa co-founder and ceo at tufibot and also a founder of something small uh, called yesigil so what we do as tufibot is use at try and use artificial intelligence to answer your questions on sexual and reproductive health because this side of the world is awkward and very hard <laughs> to openly and honestly talk about sex and sexual sexual health yeah yeah, yeah. like it's a taboo uh, yeah. conversation it's a very taboo conversation so people don't actually hold these conversations yeah and yeah that's uh, and then yeah th- that's 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 what i do uh, aside from that is uh, aside from being like part of the tech ecosystem is i uh, being part of the cuisine introduced me to like very bougie beer <laughs> okay <laughs> so i met another brewer and then i think set up a brewery so i uh, craft beer Okay. Uh, beer like like that's produced on the uh, at the venue but then with a very authentic african feel to it so rather than kawaida bali hops yeah. water it's he has like weird strawberry strawberry uh, berry flavors he has weird uh nini weird pumpkin flavored ale so yeah. when you say weird is it weird in a bad way yeah when weird in, in a good way like it's, <laughs> it's unlike anything you've had before ah okay so it's <laughs> yeah. like a new experience yeah. Yeah, it's a new experience. So I even like so the I can even go uh, going to that as the good call is going to cause even our strategy on how we roll that out is very very interesting. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. being as you're a tech startup basically yeah. with yes. with Sophie Sophie Bot, yeah? Y- yes. So just looking at and I know you guys don't deal with viruses but just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't. Just looking at what is happening now globally mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. does that place you as a startup? Uh, okay, uh, it's it places us at the gb gender based va- like directly like instantly it's the gender based violence angle yeah um and if if our tech had been like if, if things were been at been where we wanted it to be we could have been now pivoting to offer uh, accurate information on covid-19 but then there are too many people out there doing that yeah and i remember the other day when you were talking Uh-huh. The one thing that came out was uh, the fact that everyone is now doing a hackathon uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to create yeah, a product uh, to sort of deal with this covid thing. What what yeah. is your take on that? Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> so because it's like it's it's a, it's a point where us as techies we step back. Yeah. And let scientists and public health workers do their thing. Yeah. Cuz the most we can do right now is stop the misinformation. Yeah. And then facilitate all this offline or all this remote work. Those yeah. are the two angles I'm seeing things things are working out right. Okay. Uh, there's only one exception that I really like. It's called Teens in AI. It's called Teens in AI. Teens in AI. Okay. I mentored at one of the hackathons last year. Okay. The advantage of that them they're not actually they're not they, they do not believe that uh, their goal is not oh these students will actually build solutions that will go to the real world it's them learning how to problem solve mm. with this new tech that is AI. so that 
the end, the objectives is if people if all these cartoons people are missing, you'll be able to find and put something out there. Yeah. Are a bit, bit misguided, but then if it's for the purpose of Kanjen Hackathon, learn how to build things with this new technology, yeah. with this problem that even is facing, because they're learning all those skills in the real time. Those hackathons are are fine. So there are two of those. Uh, the one is Tanzania AI, mm-hmm. another one is a camp that I mentor in every three months called Innovate Kenya. But then they've been doing that, and they've they're so they're so right. They've never they've not pivoted to. COVID-19. So it's it's a lot. It's too much happening. Yeah. And I'm see all the only angle we can up we can substantially substantially uh, offer help is enabling people to work from home okay. and uh, and a couple of things already out there and help making that easy and making that seamless. And the second thing is uh, fighting misinformation that's online. You've had oh, CG 5Gs related to yeah, Corona. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, patients <laughs> can join that course and tell people no, that that's there's, not true. There's no such thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember you said uh, you guys are taking a step back, a step back, and letting the scientists sort of take, uh, like, steer the conversation on this whole thing. Yes. But I just want to go back to these hackathons that are happening right now. Yes, 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 yes. Usually, when guys create uh, or participate in hackathons, the idea mm-hmm. is usually to have people innovate mm-hmm. products around solving a certain problem. So, yes, something to do with agribusiness or whichever. Uh, the theme theme for that particular competition is yes. When you say you're taking a step back as techies mm-hmm. in this particular situation, mm-hmm. then that will make someone like me who's not a techie to question mm-hmm. the intention of these hackathons that are popping out every time. Because every time I log on to Facebook, there's a hackathon that is happening and there's happening. everyone. Yeah, if I have any techie person phone mm-hmm. number, when I go to their WhatsApp status, they've posted another hackathon. So what, happening, yeah. yeah, so what is the intention? If you and that is not to misspeak yeah. on what I the intention yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's two angles. There's the programs that are generally like taking want to like teach young people like new 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 century skills at. Yeah. And that's and that's all fine. That's very noble. Yeah. But then I feel like there are a couple of other organizations whose entire job mm. is to run things run a hackathon for x yeah, yeah, run yeah. an accelerator for y and those are the ones who are like oh because the spaces are shut down let's run let's virtual. run something yeah let's do, run virtual do you yeah. think that the money they use or the money they give out during this competition is their mm-hmm. own or is it money they raise and, and uh so it's from organizations that sponsor the event the event so uh there's one yeah, for organization that sponsor the uh, uh, the uh, the organization that sponsors or funds them. Yeah. Uh, the partners that are involved in that entire hackathon. So you can have Amazon, and then one of the rules of the hackathon is you have to like to build something on top of Amazon. Ah, okay. So, so in another use... angle, it's it's also it's also good marketing and good press for. <laughs> uh, for so the there's sponsoring cool, companies. There's, yeah, cool. there's one called Code the Curve. Yeah. It's by UNESCO and IBM. So I know the lady at IBM running her, running that. The price there is not actual cash. It's it's twelve month access to the IBM cloud and and all that. So that this is good customize. Uh, this is good recruitment and and and, and uh, this is a good recruitment channel for those uh, specific angles. There are a couple of pro- programs out there that are actually trying to solve problems this is before covid whatever like yeah. they're actually uh, genuinely like trying to find and they're funded to like try and find general solutions 
uh, solutions to problems we, we face every single day yeah. those uh, the organizers sponsoring them those are interested in actually solving the problems but this covid one it's it's a very good press <laughs> it's very good it's very good market uh, it's very good uh, yeah, marketing yeah. for the, for this yeah, guys yeah. who are involved now yes. um, now to just to go back to sophie bot yeah yes i i remember you said um if you were where you wanted to be at this particular time you'd be yes. in a position to help get data and i don't know are you able to have a oh, functionality so, to track guys who are infected oh so no, no, no guys so like um, misinformation so like bot that automatically answers questions and provides them so how so bot was built at this till this point and then we've been refining that is we predefined questions and answers we predefined questions and answers yeah. and when you do that 30000 times mm-hmm. you're like no we need to find a better way to to meet this question so that we have one model one ai model yeah. that i can feed any uh, any text any 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 past conversations or any what we call it corpus any any documents yeah. that are verified and then from then on we'll be able to answer and automate conversations from then on so we are at that point where we are it would be easy just taking every every verified every verifiable information on 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 any on covid-19 yeah and plug it into sophiebot and then it will be able to start answering questions but now if you were to do covid-19 we'd have to restart the same way we started the session as manually predefining questions and answers and way too many people out there are doing that are doing yeah, that yeah it's yes so yeah so the people are, uh, yeah so i know if people starting out at bots right now are starting at point 0 mm. and we are at like six or seven steps ahead with sophiebot and we're like you know we're not going back to point 0 for just this short while probably. yeah because yeah. it's not it's not a sustainable model especially if you're yeah. just doing it for one thing yes the one thing so the other thing mm-hmm. that came out uh, i think mm-hmm. it, it was a highlight and it's something that most people are talking about yes is the rise of sexual based violence during yes, this yes, period yes. uh so uh, not to preempt on what sophie mm-hmm. what is designed to do or uh-huh. what you want it to do but how how can you paint a picture of how your app would help someone who's going through such a situation oh, so uh, so our angle is uh, has always been to answer questions mm. and then in that uh, answer questions uh, and then the second thing is because we have few of them is to link them to partners where they can uh, get help so uh, okay. so answering okay. questions on oh, oh, is like so sometimes it can also be emotionally abusive yeah, <laughs> and sure, people sure. don't know when they actually be to so answer those questions So there the the missing link on that uh, on our angle yeah is we can answer questions right on everything about gbv the uh, uh, gender based violence yeah. what we can actually ha- do is the app itself cannot take them to a, a women's shelter mm-hmm. the app uh, cannot facilitate reporting uh, uh, to uh, reporting to, yeah yes uh, the app itself cannot cannot uh, follow through that the case and get like a conviction and and you so the best angle is to link them up to partners who are already in that space are you are you already in conversation with some of these partners potential partners so we've had them since the beginning so unfpa biggest uh, uh uh is the biggest partner and then everything plugs in from them so this has been like from the beginning when we like started oh we answering constant section so it's been it's, it's a thing that's been there for a while okay okay yes all right not to make this interview too long What is <laughs> how can guys get in touch with you if they're interested and uh, oh, what are some of the future plans that you have if you can speak of any oh so sophiebot.ml okay uh, sophiebot.ml um 
uh, at Miss Sufi Bot on all platforms. Okay. Uh, our Twitter account is the best out of me. Like uh, the automation on our Twitter account is sort of the best on all the platforms. They're on at Miss Sufi Bot with three S's. Okay. Um. Yeah. At Ayamukasa. Uh, at me if you're interested in if you have a pitch for me or you're interested in like uh, 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 yeah at Ayamukasa on all platforms also. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, if you're interested in the beer thing, we'll be back uh, after COVID. Yes, uh, COVID, yes, yes. COVID, yes. COVID, <laughs> COVID mass. Because, yeah, we can't, like, sell the beer. We haven't, like, gotten licenses. And we're going through the licenses and everything. Okay. So what we're doing is we hosted this thing to introduce guys to the experience and then recruit them for a monthly deliver, monthly delivery. Uh, we thought if I, we could sell the monthly delivery earlier. Yeah. But then, yeah, our brewer was caught out. Side Nairobi when Nairobi was shut up. So yeah, it's outside the metropolis. Yeah. So, but then you can search for your Sigi Eels holders there, and then as soon as our next uh, testing is set up, you can get updates there. Yeah, you should. Yeah, Sigi Eels. Yeah. You should invite us to the next testing. We do a live. I, I will. I will. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just, just to ask on the on the beer business uh, model, mm-hmm. is it mm-hmm. the same one as the one dollar shave club? So you know that by paying X amount. I'm gonna uh, be getting this amount of beer at my doorstep. Monthly, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's okay. the uh, that's the business model, and then that plus a tap room where like a single tap room where everyone can drink from there. Ah, so, okay. but then mm. with the club, we're limiting it only to 300 members. Ah, okay. So making it as, as exclusive. <laughs> it's exclusive, yeah. but uh, but it's first come first serve. Yeah. Okay. Is it? Is and it then just... you can sell your membership, and then have that kind of ecosystem going up, ah, going on. Okay, okay. Yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Thanks, 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 bro, for making the time. Uh, no, thanks for having me. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that segment, and I hope you had a takeaway take from that conversation. But then again, I need to go back to the underlying question of this particular episode. My question for this, uh, for today, or my question, the underlying question in this episode. Okay, I, I'm a bit distraught. I don't know what is happening. But the question um, that I'm, I'm going to pose in this episode is, do you think that these organizations that, organize, that are organizing these hackathons should step back and let the industry leaders or experts, now in this case scientists and people who understand this virus, to take lead and tell people what to do? Because, yes, you're putting up these um, prizes that people get to win when, if they come up with a solution that you deem um, profitable or deem applicable or necessary. I don't know what criteria they use. Yes, you're doing that, and that one developer is gonna go home with a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand Kenya shillings. But at the end of the day, do you think that you're causing a distraction? Do you think that they are causing a distraction? And do, they, do you think they should take a step back and let the scientists take lead in this conversation without necessarily trying to create quote unquote solutions? that will address this thing because then again uh, another piece of communication or another piece of conversation that we had with having what he was saying was that even on their platform they have um, a segment they're, they're coming up with a segment that allows the artificial intelligence solution they have coded into this sophiebot solution to be able to help you know uh, what is it called to be able to help in curbing gender-based violence. But he, what he was very certain about in our communication was that the app in itself cannot necessarily help whoever is being abused. But what they can do is link the solution they've created to organizations that have taken lead or are known for these things. So, for example, if you're being mistreated 
or if you're going through gender-based violence in your house, then this app should be able to tell you that, okay, that is violence you're experiencing. Because sometimes it's not physical, it's verbal and emotional. So these hackathons, personally, I think, okay, I'm not supposed to sort of sway the conversation on this particular platform, but my thought is that even if they run these um, hackathons, they should be done in collaboration with established institutions that actually understand what is happening. And even the platform that they have, do you think, I do think actually, I do think that they should be using this platform to sort of demystify the myths that have surrounded this COVID-19 thing. People are saying that 5G is causing it. And for a normal, not a normal person, but for an everyday person, if you tell them that 5G is the reason this coronavirus thing is in existence, they will have no reason to question or to doubt that. Anyway, that has been my time for today. My name is Sebastian. Welcome. If you've never been here, welcome to the Gumzo Africa podcast. Around here, we talk about what is happening in the business and tech spaces. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace out.